BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are all having an amazing day. Get ready to cringe today because we are sharing embarrassing worst date stories, which we haven't done in a while. You know, we always love the story submission episodes. And I feel like the embarrassing moments, the worst dates, the worst first kisses are the most cringeworthy ones and yes. just the fun, the most fun to listen to. Totally. So, I'm very excited. Um, we decided to start off this episode also by recapping The Bachelorette and talking about our thoughts. We haven't talked about it at all in the podcast yet. No, not at all. And this season is such a train wreck. I feel like there are so many thoughts that we have. And we were talking a little bit before we recorded this, and Chelsea and I differ on opinions. So I think this will be. Yeah, we should start from the beginning. Let's okay. Start from the beginning. I mean, okay. we don't want to spend too much time on it, but we also do want to spend a lot of time on it. I think whether you watch The Bachelorette or not, hopefully this will still be interesting yes. to you. What, what happened last week? I, I'm I'm beginning to draw a blank, but what dates were they? Oh, 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 I remember what happened last week. The strip dodgeball, which was an issue. Yes, the strip dodgeball. So they went on a date and they played dodgeball and the losers had to, basically she was like, it's strip dodgeball, like take your pants off. And the losers ended up having to strip down to basically nothing. Were they actually- No, they were legit naked. <gasps> well, well, they didn't have jock straps on? So they did have little like thong things on the guys, but then I think some of them full on took those off so they were butt naked. I think yeah. they weren't forced to go completely naked. Yeah. And I'm sure they had to get some sort of consent before yeah. they did that. But it was an odd yes. thing. I could see how people would be like, um, that just, it could, because if roles were reversed, it would yes. not be okay. Well, and, and that's what I thought. I was like, if the roles were reversed, people would be so mad. And we can't expect guys to not treat us like objects if we're not like, not that she was treating them like an object, but objectifying them a little bit by being like, Stripped down. Like, like I want to see I you love guys. this. Yes. He, it's like, okay, we don't want to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which was just a little distasteful. There's a lot of double standards that are that yes. have been happening, I feel like. 100%. Where if you reverse the roles, it's like very problematic. Yeah. So Yosef, he's the main trouble. The main guy who's been in trouble. If you've been watching, you already know his name. If not, just know that he's cringe AF. <laughs> but he had a problem with that. Which, which is fine. Which is fine. And I think a lot of people are like, okay. So this week comes about. And also, mind you, she's had her eye on one guy. Literally the night Dale rolled up. Very handsome man came out of the limo. She's like, that's my husband. It was like, just Chris from the Harrison's start. like, okay. Uh, Only had eyes for him. Yeah, sure. Third week comes up. Yosef brings it up to Claire at one of their, was it after a date? No, it was just at, the, at a rose oh, ceremony cocktail or, party or a cocktail something. party or something. Yeah, he's like, you know what? He sits her down. He's like, I just have to be honest. Like, starts out like very casual and, yeah. you know, even keel. And was like, I have a problem with this. Like, if my, what was, what if my family saw me do that? You know, he wasn't actually on the date, but he was saying the fact he that you made problem. those guys do that is, you know, classless, basically. Yes. And then just went from zero to 100. Escalated he real quick. Was so disrespectful. It mm -hmm. went from having a conversation to just, not trying to salvage anything or he just wanted to make a point and make her feel horrible. Yes. Like he just went from zero to a hundred. Yes. It, it's like in an argument when you go in there just trying to make yourself 
look good, even though he did the opposite of that and he looked horrible, but, but also like trying to prove a point to somebody with no intention of getting a middle ground. Like you obviously knew he didn't like her and was not expecting a future with her. So he was just kind of like, screw it. I'm going to go in there and just be a total jerk to her. Yeah. And she was like being very respectful. uh, Yeah. At the beginning she, well, the whole time she was, and I will say, I will give her props for the way she handled it because she, she let him finish speaking for, for 20 minutes, she like sat there and was like, oh, I understand. I understand. And then when she started to talk, he was like, tried to interrupt her. And she's like, I listen to you. Like, yeah. can you listen to me now? And then he just started going off. And that's when she was like, I'm done. Like, get out of here. Yeah. And I would have reacted the same way. Well, And he said something to her like right away. Basically, it went from, I don't like the way that you, you know, made these guys strip down. And I don't like the way on the date before that you did this. And I would never want you to be the mother of my child. Like you are unfit. And he also said, I'm embarrassed to be associated with you. That was really, and then she was like, her face went from like, I'm listening to like, what's your problem, dude? Like you just went off. And then she kind of went off on him, stood up and was like, I'm done talking to you. Like get out of my face. Like I don't ever want to have to say this to anybody ever again, but like, I do not want I wouldn't want you to be the father of my child either. So bye. Yeah. So get out. And he just like left and screamed at her. Yeah. I I agree. I thought that was so out of hand. And yeah, I, I will give her props for for that. I feel like she handled that well. And, and then that Dale was came one over. of the only things she did handle well. And then Dale came over and was like, her knight in shining armor. Yeah. And she was like, I'm just so happy Dale's here. And then she went straight to the rose ceremony. Okay. Here's where we kind of, not necessarily differ in opinion, because I agree 100% that she does not put enough effort into getting to know the other guys. No. She made up her mind, which I get, again, she is older than like a 23-year-old, you know, Hannah Brown or other bachelorettes who have been in their early 20s where it's like their options are so open. They have all the time in the world. They're just like, I can be as picky as I want. Like I can, or not as picky. I can just like look at my options and go shopping for a long time. Shopping. Yeah. But she, (sighs) she's more like, I know what I want. She has her eyes on the prize. Yeah. And she- you know, whether it is exactly who she wants to end up with or who she thinks she wants to end up with, regardless, she had her eyes on Dale and that was her decision. And she just has been riding with it. But that being said, if you're on the show, if you agree to do it, you need to give the other guys a chance because, you know, usually you go on the hometowns. It's like you want to actually give these people your energy and your actual time and your actual consideration if you're going to go home and meet their families and like get involved with them. And the reason I don't think she was as motivated to do that with these guys, because she literally will be like, we're not doing a, we're not having a cocktail party. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Like basically just like, I just want to give Dale my roses. (laughs) Yeah. And nobody else is the season is so freaking weird. Like where they're staying is weird AF. Like they, they're in like a look, La Quinta, like the dates are so weird. The the one on ones are weird. weird. It's like they're in the hotel still. Like it's not a vibe. And so it's not like a normal season where they're like, well, I'm going to be going to Italy and Rome. It's kind of just like, we're going to be stuck in this hotel for the whole time. Like I don't, and I already know who I like. Why do I want to be stuck in a hotel with all these other guys? You know what I mean? I get it. No, I get where you're coming from. I just feel like she, at the end of the day, she's on a TV show and she chose to be on a TV show. And I respect that she knows what she wants. Like she likes Dale and that's kind of it for her. And I also understand that she is older. So she's like, again, just has eyes on the prize. She's like, this is who I want to be with. But I just feel like for the sake of the show, she's not like respecting the process of the show. And she's not even attempting to get to know these other guys. And also, it's like she could just be really attracted to Dale, but maybe that's actually not who's best for her, but she's not even yeah. giving it the time of day. And yeah. she was saying, when you know, you know, you know, when she had that conversation with that girl. Mm-hmm. And so if she really feels like that, I'm like, I guess I get it. But I just feel like she's not putting any, any of her energy into it. And it's so apparent, like she's just making for, for the viewers, it's not fun to watch. I mean, it's kind of been a train wreck, so it's like fun to watch, I guess, in a, in a sense, but She's canceling all of the dates, all of the cocktail parties. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're not into this. So why would I be into it as a viewer? Yes. And I want to back Claire up on this. Like, not that I think she's the perfect person in the world, but it actually kind of isn't what she signed up for. Like when she was asked to be the bachelor, and yes, of course she like 
you know, sign, you know, did, I guess, sign up to do the quarantine and do all that. But when she was initially asked to be the bachelorette, when they announced her, this didn't like COVID, like none of that had happened yet where it was like going to be a real season. So then when it comes to terms and she has to do quarantine, it's like one thing after another, after a while, you're like, this actually isn't what I signed up for. Like, this is not the situation that I was like promised. Like there's- I get that, but I also feel like she's all about like the right reasons and stuff. And if you're truly there to find love, why does it matter where you are? Like, why does it matter if you're going to Italy every five seconds? Well, that's what I'm saying. And so she thinks she found it. So she's like, why am I going to stay here? Like, I like him. Let's freaking go. I get it to a degree. I just think she- talks a big game about being so strong and confident. And to me, it just comes off as the complete opposite where mm-hmm. she's so shaken by every single thing that happens to her. If there's one moment of awkward silence, she goes into victim mode and like complains about it. And I don't mean to bash her because again, I don't, it's hard with these things because I always, I am not about cancel culture. And I always think you should look at someone as a human being. And like, for that reason, I, I can't understand a lot of the things that she does. Um, especially because she does talk a lot about trauma and stuff. So if she has gone through things, I understand how certain things can be triggering to her. But I just feel like overall, she plays the victim a lot. She doesn't take responsibility and she's not respectful of their time. It's like, or their energy. Like she doesn't seem like she can put herself in their shoes and be like, oh, I could understand that frustration. It's just like her, 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 all about me, all about me. Like, are you here for me? What else? Like, it's just yeah. so self-absorbed and like honestly manipulative to me that I'm just like, I cannot get behind this. We are going to take a quick break to talk about one of my favorite subjects, skincare. So one of our new sponsors is a skincare brand. They are modernizing Indian beauty rituals for women. The brand is called Avrani. Their products are made with all natural ingredients. They have super ingredients like turmeric, almond oil, and neem, which we just learned is a natural herb. And their products are not made with any parabens, sulfates, or fragrances. The packaging is also super unique and like intricate and really beautiful. And the jars are a deep blue color. Yeah. It looks great in my pink bathroom. We love, we love what we said moment at all times. (laughs) Their ritual set contains an exfoliator, serum, moisturizer, and elixir. The exfoliator and whip are our personal favorites. So the glow activating exfoliator is made with turmeric, honey, and neem and is a game changer. It's gentle yet still hydrating. It will brighten your skin and make your face feel baby soft. And you can follow that up with the softening Hydra Whip, which is an amazing moisturizer that just melts into your skin and doesn't leave you feeling greasy. It's made with coconut oil, shea and rose hip seed oil. It's so hydrating, but lightweight, which is my favorite kind of moisturizer. And I actually just put it on and made JC feel my face because it's feeling baby soft. Avrani is pioneering the Indian beauty movement. And the name is centered around female empowerment, which we absolutely love. Their products are handcrafted in the USA and cruelty-free. So of course, you know, we have a special code for you guys. Go to avrani.com slash WWS. That is spelled A-A-V-R-A-N-I.com slash WWS and use code WWS20 for 20% off your first order. And they never do discounts. So this is special for our listeners. So go check them out. They sold out early in the holiday season last year. And with the holidays coming up, a ritual set would be a perfect gift for someone you love. You can share the gift of glowing skin. What's better than that? Avrani gets the what we said seal of approval. Go check it out. It'll be linked in the show notes. When money is tight, investing in yourself may not be the top of mind, but mental health is a necessity, not a luxury. And guess what? Taking care of yourself does not have to break the bank. Investing in your mental health has long-term benefits, and with Talkspace, it can actually be affordable. With Talkspace Online Therapy, connect with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. Get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device and reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind. And with Talkspace, you don't have to worry because they are secure and private using the latest encryption technology to store client information. So you can always feel safe and secure. Bottom line is that we all need someone to talk to, especially in these times. Talkspace wants to give you the support that you deserve at a price that you can afford. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app um, and make sure to use the code what we said to get $100 off your first month and you can show support for the show at the same time. That's what we said and Talkspace.com. Then this is where we were. We disagreed before this because I don't see her as someone who is manipulative and When I see her, I feel like from my point of view, I see somebody who is like, feels 
like she's tired of everybody's crap and thinks she actually is being confident and, and empowered, like an empowered woman. And I've heard people, multiple people have said the exact same thing. It's like, she thinks she's like some like, you know, boss girl, but she's not, she's so whiny and like whatever. And it's like, she's just doing the best with what she's got. You know, we look at her as a human being and obviously everyone has struggles and stuff. So it's like, we don't want to bash her. Or I don't want to bash her by saying that she plays the victim and like she kind of manipulates them. I'm going to quickly go into the kiss story because I feel yeah. like this is a great example is like, so they had this really awkward moment where she went in to kiss the guy she was on a date with and he kind of didn't meet her. Like she went 90 and he kind of just sat there for a second and then she pulled away and was so offended that he like did, that was basically what it was. Is like, you didn't kiss me back. Like, oh, you just rejected me and was so put off by that. And I was watching my friend Susie's story and she was saying, Claire's all about consent and being empowered and all this stuff. So even if he did, which he didn't, he didn't pull away. If you, you watch it in slow-mo, yeah. he kind of just stood there. Like he was kind of just, I don't know why he stood there. I don't know why. He, I think he thought she was going to go all the way. And then she kind of went 90 and just like completely halted. And I think he was a little thrown off. And even if he did back away from her, that's fine. Yeah. That should be 100% fine that he did that. If he's not ready to kiss you, if he doesn't want to kiss you, yeah, if you're going to cuss at him and she literally cussed and was like, oh my gosh. And then walked away quickly and was so offended. I'm like that if roles were reversed. Wait, she cussed at him? Yeah, they bleeped it. Like she said like, what the something? Because he didn't like oh, lean oh, in to yeah, kiss yeah, her yeah. back. Okay, I, I don't know that, what yeah. she said, but they yeah. bleeped it. And I'm like, um, that should be perfectly okay. Even yeah. if he didn't want to kiss you. No, it, it should be. That's okay. And if roles were reversed and a guy leaned in and you were just like, eh, like I'm not ready. And he was like, what the F? he would be canceled. That's so incredibly rude. It's like, okay, so because you felt rejected, you're going to absolutely freak out. I See, I don't think it's not okay. I don't think she freaked out. I don't think, I didn't see her like freak out where she was like, I saw her be really rejected. And then it's kind of like in a state where it's like, okay, like you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're vulnerable. And she's already, again, making complete assumptions about her, but she's already seems like insecure. So if someone rejects you, it's like, it's absolutely okay that he said no, that he was, or if he did, even though he didn't, that he like didn't go in for it. And she was just like, okay, I feel rejected. Like, what the heck? Like, okay. Like gets offended. It's, but it's if also, a guy did that, that would be so, if a guy was like, uh, okay. You'd be like, he's a freaking jerk. Yeah. But I'm because it saying, was her, because as a girl, it, you're less likely to think that. But, and I agree. I don't, I guess she didn't absolutely freak out and like, but she did cuss. And then she walked away and he was like trying to understand like, and again, we can go into that where it's like, maybe he grabbed her and she felt even more uncomfortable, which I completely understand. Well, yeah. And she has the right to walk away from that. That's but what I'm saying is, this is the, this is what I was thinking about is when people are like, well, you need to be honest. Like, okay, I'm going to be honest. And then people are honest and they say, you know, exactly what's on their mind. And then they get upset that people have a reaction to that. And it's like, well, I was honest. Like people always say, I told you the truth. Like, you can't be mad. I told you the truth. It's like, no, we're not saying like, oh, if you do the right things, you'll get all of these amazing things in return. We're saying you tell the truth because that's the right thing to do. Not because of like that they can't be offended by what you say. So you have to be okay with what people, people's reactions to that. So if he were to actually reject her, which she thought in his mind, right. she does have the right to be like, okay, what the heck and have the right to like react to that. I'm not saying her reaction was ideal or like even a mature reaction. It was like a high schooler who got rejected. You but, know what I mean? But then, yeah, and I agree. But then she didn't do anything. What I'm saying is he actually physically grabbed her. And and I saw on Twitter that he like put his hand kind of like up her thigh a little bit. And so people are like, well, maybe she just was like kind of just taken aback by the whole thing. And then he kind of grabbed her yeah, neck. And, and, then it, and then it just made the like the situation even worse where at first she was probably just like, went to kiss and then she's already this whole season felt like the guys don't want her like yeah and so it's like okay I went to kiss this guy on the day and like he doesn't even want to kiss me like okay I'm just like but done. again I think that's part of the victim mentality I don't even think that's true I think she just like has this complex that like no one wants her when if she actually truly was confident then this would not be a problem no but, like I 100% agree I'm just saying she it's not like I don't want to be like how stupid of her. It's like, no, and just, I never said that. No, I know. I'm just saying when people are like all of these things, like just bashing her, I'm, I feel like I've just had enough of the bashing on girls for doing things that it's like, 
smaller things than than maybe guys do. There was no communication afterwards. It's like that whole situation could have been remedied if she just afterwards, if he was like, wait, wait, what's going on? If she could have actually communicated and been like, I just felt rejected by you. And honestly, it hurt my feelings. And then they talk it out. But she's just like, bye, bye. And just leave. I also think that is because she doesn't like him anyways. It's like like when you're dating someone. And then it goes back to then why are you kissing him? It's like, if you don't even like him, what are you, like, what's the, then that's the problem is because then everyone's saying you have to play the part of the bachelor. You have to give everybody a chance. So people get mad at her for giving guys a chance and kissing other guys. But then she, she also gets in trouble for picking the guy and leaving. No, but she didn't. That's the thing is like, she went to kiss him. And then I think was like, "Eh, like, I don't really want to. And then blames it on him. That's, that's the vibe I got. I I agree. This is what I'm saying is when somebody is in a relationship with someone they don't even like, they look for the smallest thing to get mad at someone. Which is not cool. And that makes him look horrible. It makes him, she made it look to everyone else. Like he almost was like going to abuse her. Like she was like, he grabbed me and whatever. And it's like, okay, don't make him look like that when you, you went to kiss him. Yeah, that's true. And then you're going to make him look horrible on TV and play the victim. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to bring him into it where it's like, even though he was kind of, it was just an awkward situation where he was like yeah. grabbing her and like. It was. The whole thing was cringe. Yes. Like, I'm not going to say he was perfect either. I just feel like the whole situation, I'm like. She was already. Mess. She already doesn't like him. It's like, again, when you're in a relationship with someone and you're like, ah, you just look for the small thing. They do one thing and you're like, ah, I'm breaking up with you. And it's like, yeah. you're just looking for an excuse yes. to get mad at them. I feel like that's what she did. She was just like. She's just done. Yeah. She she's doesn't, like, uh, I don't really care. Like. Uh, she's thinking about Dale the whole time anyway. She's like, yeah. I don't give a, I don't care. And yeah. then. But again, in doing that hurts someone else. And yeah. it's disrespectful to him and his reputation on TV. I'm like, that's just not cool to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I see that 100%. And I also didn't think that, I think she could have absolutely gone to dinner and talked to him instead of sending Chris Harrison. Yeah. I literally sent someone to break up with my boyfriend in seventh grade, was like sent someone else. And, and even then I knew to, that was cringe. Yeah. She has, like, she's a she's a 40-year-old woman. She needs to be able to sit down and be like, I do not appreciate the way that right. you handled that. It was a miscommunication. And honestly, like, I'm just not feeling it. Bye. Yeah. But like, you don't need to send Chris Harrison. No, to it was, that it. was too far. We really need to stop talking because it's been I know. so long. <laughs> I feel so heated. I'm just like, again, I no, I'm not going to say anything else. I think I'm just very excited for Tasha. I know. I'm I cannot wait up. for Tasha. I can absolutely not wait for Tasha. It's that time of year again where we need to get back into a normal routine, but whether I'm feeling like having a relaxing or totally active day, I like to include clean, delicious food into my routine. And that's why I always keep my freezer stocked with Daily Harvest. Guys, I love Daily Harvest. And right now, I've said this actually for the whole year, but I couldn't be more overcooking. I'm done. I'm tapped out. So Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes just a few minutes to prepare and I have never have to question if the food I'm eating is good for me. They never use preservatives, added sugar, or artificial ingredients. Daily Harvest works directly with farms to freeze their ingredients at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and taste. And this really is true. Like when you read the labels, the ingredients are so clean. Yes. With Daily Harvest, there's an option for any time of day. They have smoothies for breakfast. They have flatbreads for lunch or dinner. And and then now they have some comfort food. They got some harvest bowls, some soups. I'm a sucker for the mint and cacao smoothie. It's still my favorite. I also like the tart, like cherry, I think, and acai smoothie. That one's really good. I I really like everything I've tried from there, but those two are my faves. Yes. And the speaking of comfort food, the broccoli and cheese bowl is just so good, especially during fall. There's nothing I love more than like a cheesy, I mean, and it's also plant-based, which is awesome. Yeah. Bowl that's warm. Yes. You know, at the end of a long day. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, helping you reduce food waste as well. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% recyclable, plant-based and renewable fiber packaging. Go Daily Harvest. Whether you're doing a home workout, going on a bike ride or a hike or playing pickleball, Daily (laughs) Harvest is the easiest way to eat undeniably delicious, clean food. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code WHATWESAID to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code WHATWESAID for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com, code WHATWESAID. Okay, we're going to read your guys' worst cringy dates. Are you ready? Yes. I'll go first. Okay. Hey, guys, this is a long one, but this story had to be shared. After ending a long, toxic relationship, I decided I'd do something I'd never done before. A guy I had never met before DM'd me on Instagram, and I actually messaged him back. We oddly hit it off, and I gave him my number, which was so something I've never done before. Okay, she mm-hmm. wants to make a point of that. Wait, where's 
Okay. We texted for a few days and even talked on the phone for three hours one night. My high school heart was fluttering at the thought of meeting him, so we set up a date for a dinner and a movie. Keep in mind, I was hardly 16, so I decided to bring a friend along as a comfort measure. Brace yourself. I walk out to rose petals sprinkled from my doorstep to the end of my long driveway. Cute, I guess. Then I saw it. This guy was posed like Rose from the Titanic on the hood of his mother's sports car with a rose stem in his mouth. (gasps) His hair was greased down in a very Justin Bieber swoop bang kind of way. He had a little bit of a humpback. Sorry. And his jeans were pulled up to his belly button. We just laughed thinking, maybe he's just trying to be funny. This will be fun. Before he put the car in reverse, he was already holding and rubbing my hand. Oh, that's going to be a no. Mm -mm. We decided to go to a Mexican restaurant close by for dinner. And the second we walked in, he talked about his mom, his mom's hobbies, and even complimented me saying, wow, what perfume are you wearing? It smells great and it reminds me of my mom. My friend and I decided to go to the bathroom together to get a grip as we were trying not to explode in laughter. We thought maybe if we take a while to eat, we will be too late to catch the movie. Wrong. Turns out we had to go to the movie because his mom watched it last week and said it was great. Here we are, front row, 30 minutes late to a wrestling movie. He proceeds to hold and gently rub my right hand with his right (sighs) hand. Yes, leaning across my body. Ew. Oh, (gasps) right to right. (laughs) That is not. Right to right. (laughs) It's not okay. Okay. Every time someone would hit one another in the movie, he would grunt and put even more pressure on my hand. What? What What do you mean? Grunt? After about five minutes, my thumb was throbbing and extremely sensitive from him rubbing it. It went from gentle to a very frictioned sexual pattern. (gasps) That's not okay. Okay. I looked over and said, um, I need to go use the restroom. That's when he looked over at me, his breath reeking of the fishy tilapia that he had ordered from the Mexican (laughs) restaurant and said, okay, bunny, I love you. What? I ran. I ran out of the theater and never saw him or spoke to him again. To my surprise, I saw a familiar face in the parking lot, a guy friend from school. He asked if my friend and I needed a ride. I was hesitant after what I had just experienced, but what other option did we have? This guy and I had never hung out before, but oddly enough, we never stopped after that night. We're now married. Oh, this is the guy who picked her up at the movie theater. Oh my I thought gosh. this was the date. I'm no. like, oh, sorry. We're now married with a two-year-old little boy and one on the way. Can't say that I'm grateful for the experience, but it was definitely a night to remember. Love you guys on the podcast so much. That's crazy. Told her Ew. he loved her. Why? He wasn't can, pranking Can you? they not read the room? I'm yeah. so confused That's when I hear these say. stories. Just read the room. Like, what do you mean? She's obviously kind of, uh, and then you tell her you love her? I think you can tell when people say, you know, you want to go to this movie like later on and then someone's like, oh, I can't, like we, we've been too long. It's too, it's getting too late. And they're like, we have to go to this movie. Like my mom said it was so good. And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, no, we have to. It's like, okay, read the room. Read the room. And also the date is not about what you need to do. It's about what your date wants to do. So like. Yeah, it's obvious. If, if a girl's making excuses, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They call it a night. Yes, call it a night. We're done. Also first dates, like we've said, should not be more than like two hours max. Oh, Absolutely. Keep it at an hour if you can. Yeah. Just quick ice cream. Get to know each other. Leave them wanting more. For sure. Okay. So this is more of an embarrassing poop story that happened while I was dating my ex. We love a good We love a poop, poop story. story. <laughs> it was a fairly new relationship and he invited me to his cottage with his family. It took a lot for me to convince my mom and I was so pumped when she said I could go. I had never spent a night with a boyfriend, so this was a huge deal. However, the one rule was that we had to sleep in separate rooms, which sucked but honestly saved me later on from even more embarrassment. It was day two, and for dinner, we had pulled pork sandwiches, which was my first time ever having them, and my last. Oh, no. That night, I was sleeping when I suddenly woke up with a massive urge needing to poop. I sprung out of bed but (laughs) wanted to be quiet because at this point, I just knew I wasn't going to make it to the washroom. (gasps) Thank goodness I was wearing long sweatpants, my favorite pair. Rest in peace. Oh. Because as I slowly trying to tiptoe to the washroom, the poop just starts coming out of me uncontrollably, and it was not quiet. <gasps> I finally Wait, it's the made, middle of the night? Yeah, I finally made it to the washroom and I'm a mess, quite literally and emotionally. It's 3.30 in the morning and I have no choice but to hop in the shower. Please note that his brother and brother's girlfriend were in the room right next to the bathroom and I hear them wake up talking and confused about who's showering at 3.30 in the morning. Oh no, <gasps> and there's no, there's, there's no nothing excuse. you can say. Unless you're just like, I was so hot. Like I needed to cool off or something. I would say I was shower. sick. I was, would say like, I threw up, like I'm just feeling sick and then I, I really felt That's like good, I needed yeah. to get in the shower. I then proceed to my room. She's like, that would have been great to know at the time, ladies. I then proceed to my room and now have these poop-filled sweatpants that I've 
no idea what to do with. So I stick them in a bag and hide them in the room. The next morning while everyone was outside, I grab the pants and throw them in the forest behind the cottage because I don't know what else to do. Oh, that's a bad idea. That is a bad idea. Except what are you supposed to do? They're just sinking up the room? Wait, did she shower with the pants? I no. Would, oh, that would have been I would a good have, idea. I would have taken the pants off in the shower and like. <gasps> Wait, I'm throwing up thinking about that though. But yes, I agree. Like what else? Then you can yeah. at least wash it. Yes, 100%. Um, it's better than putting in the washer, honestly. And then people like <gasps> open the washer and they're like, sorry. Yeah. Okay. No. Anyways, later I'm with my boyfriend and he asked if I'm okay. And I said, yeah, why? He said, I heard you farting all last <gasps> night and your room smells. So I wanted to make sure. I was mortified. I'm beyond words. But also low-key relieved that he didn't know the full truth. I don't know if he heard me farting before my explosion <laughs> or during, but safe to say I haven't had pulled pork since and never will. Oh, and I still think about those sweatpants all the time because they were genuinely my favorite. <gasps> like imagine if you pooped in like your Aritzia sweatpants. <laughs> P.S. You guys are amazing. And these story episodes are how I got hooked on your podcast. Bless you both and your hilarious selves. You don't Aww. sound like you're from America. What? Oh, because of the washroom? Yeah. And she said, bless you both. I'm like, she's nice. <laughs> she's <laughs> nice. Couldn't be American. No, that's so sweet. Okay. Hi, I'm so freaking excited to write into you guys. I love the podcast so much and these story episodes give me life. Unfortunately, I have too many bad date stories, but this one just takes the cake. Like all good stories, this one starts at Classic Skating, an old Ooh. skating rink in Utah. Oh, it- been there. It was a Saturday night and I went disco skating with some friends. I was 16 and there I met a boy who had recently graduated high school. He was flirting with me in front of all of his friends and then asked for my number. He said it would be fun to get our friends together and all hang out. Seems harmless, right? He's trying to catch a case. (laughs) Well, after I gave it to him, he kindly decided to mention that he was leaving on an LDS mission next week. I thought it was weird that he was pursuing me so soon before he left for two whole years to serve a mission for our church, but I figured he was just having fun. Plus, he said he wanted to hang out with a group of friends, so I didn't think too much of it. Two days later, he texts me and says, hey, I leave on my mission tomorrow, but my friends and I still want to hang out tonight. Are you down? There I am, still thinking it's weird he wants to hang out so last minute, but I say sure. On his way to pick me up, he calls and tells me that all his friends just bailed, but he still wants to take me on a small hike. I freaking (gasps) hate going on hikes, on dates. Yes. That is the worst. hate going on hikes. And also, my friends bailed. You still want to like go alone? Going alone on a hike? And by the way, I leave on my mission tomorrow. Aren't you getting getting set (laughs) apart? Aren't you busy? Call your state president. Okay, so many red flags here, ladies. But at the time, I was so naive and I really, and I just went along with it. I quickly noticed he started to get really touchy with me on the hike, (gasps) holding my waist, lingering a little too long on a hug, LOL. Then once we got to the top of the hike, he wasted no time and said, so are you going to help me out? The look on my face... The look on my face clearly portrayed my confusion. So he continued. He was. Are you going to help fill my canteen slash be my last makeout for two years? Oh, okay. That was better than I was expecting. (laughs) I started laughing thinking he was joking. He was not laughing. I stopped and said, wait, are you serious? And he said, yes. I made it pretty clear what I wanted tonight. I was shook to my core. I was literally so upset and said, no way, I don't even know you. He got so mad at me that he threw a rock at the side of the mountain and then yelled at me for five minutes about how it was a complete waste of his precious time. After his little rant, he stormed down the mountain without me. I walked down the entire hike by myself, honestly laughing, thinking this was some kind of joke. Wait, this was at night? Uh, Apparently. When I go to when I got to the ba- bottom, he was waiting at his car, and he has the audacity to say, "Okay, we don't have to make out, but what are the chances we just kiss?" I laughed at his face and said, zero. <gasps> you go, queen. Zero. Savage. We didn't say a single word the entire drive back to my house. It was the most awkward twenty minutes of my life. When we pulled up to my house, he finally said, "I've never been rejected before." Who says that? Then he said. Just forget this ever happened. And I replied gladly as I slammed the door shut. I ran inside and cried to my mom for an hour about how mean boys were. Let's just say this boy did not even last five months into his mission before getting sent home. I'm never one to judge, but Avi had some issues. Yeah. Four years later in college, I ran into an old friend at the testing center on campus. I went to say hi and give them a hug when Canteen Boy was standing right next to him. My friend awkwardly tried to introduce us, but I quickly interrupted and said, we've met before. And then he pretended like he didn't remember me. Ha ha ha, I'm LOLing right now. Thank you for letting me share this story. I'm married now, but every detail of this story will forever be ingrained in my mind. LOL, bye-bye, canteen boy. He left you? Wait, this is at night on a hike? I think so. He left you to hike on on your own at night? That's the worst, the worst, worst part of this kind whole of thing. <laughs> yeah. That, and she's like laughing on the way. What a strong, what a strong, confident yeah, woman. Yeah, and at 16? Yeah. Wow, I'm proud of you. Wow, you go clean. That is, it's really just, again, these stories, 
it's so how it's selfish. The, yeah, the opposite of self-aware. Like when yeah. they're just like, um, are we gonna make out? Yeah. It's like oh, oh, what? And you wasted my time. It's like, okay, so you're I'm an object. using me. Yeah, so I'm an object yeah. to you. You're 100 percent using me. Amazing. Okay, got it. Got that. I noted that. Check that off the list. Okay. Haney. You smell that beautiful smell, Chelsea? Yeah, what is that? Well, thank you for asking. Um, that's my new Pura. So tell me more. You guys, we're obsessed with Pura. If you haven't hopped on the bandwagon yet, get on board. Pura is a smart home fragrance diffuser that can be controlled through an app on your phone. This is so freaking nifty. So your home is not complete without a home fragrance. And it can be recently cleaned, but something is missing until you light a candle, plug in a diffuser. This is where Pura comes in to make your at-home experience that much more convenient. And may I say elevated, just as we've been talking about recently. So Pura's packaging is also very luxurious. It's a perfect gift for the holidays. I feel like I will be gifting this to multiple yes, people. Same. And they also offer the Capri Blue Volcano scent from Anthropology, which again would make an amazing gift. Yes. Um, I currently have a few fall fragrances in mine. And every time I walk in my house, I'm not joking, it sends like serotonin through my body because I'm like, wow, my house smells amazing. Mm-hmm. So Their fragrances are made by the same perfumers who curate the world's top designer perfumes that we all wear and love. Pura only has responsibly sourced fragrances that are safe for dogs and babies, which is very important. Very, very important for Sophie and Lady's sake. The device pairs with an app that can be controlled remotely. So the device features include turning the device on and off, control scent intensity, turn nightlight on and off if you're scared of the dark, choose nightlight color, create custom schedules for fragrances, and you can switch between the two fragrances in the device, which is so nifty. Yes. Pure gives customers the option to subscribe to any fragrance and receive 30% off with no strings attached. We don't like commitment here, okay? <laughs> Sign up, cancel, skip, or pause at any time with no fee to get 30% off all fragrances and choose how often you get your shipments. Not only will you get 30% off all fragrances, you can also use our code, what we said, at checkout on pura.co to get an extra fragrance of your choice for free. Again, go to pura.co and use code what we said, our podcast name, obviously, at checkout for a free fragrance of your choice. You're welcome. Dear Chelsea and JC, you did spell my name wrong, but it is okay. I have a super crazy story for you. So for my job, I sometimes get to travel. And for a training, I was in Mississippi. I decided to go on Tinder and see what was out there. (laughs) Tinder. Long story short, I ended up hooking up with guys. Guys, okay. Oh, wait, with a guy from Tinder. Okay. She forgot the A, so I just guessed it was guys, but with a guy from Tinder. Fast forward eight months, he messages me asking if I was still in Mississippi. I told him I'm not and asked if he was still single. He said he was still single and just enjoying life. Then randomly, he showed up on my explore page on Instagram later that day. His profile picture is public, so I look at his pictures. One caught my eye, and it was a place I would vacation in my home state. When I read the caption, it had a girl in the picture and said, three years down and a lifetime to go. I'm a lifetime. I was very confused dating and they're planning on getting yeah I was very confused because he said he was still single and the date he posted the picture was a month after us hooking up (gasps) oh I was so confused because I hooked up with a cheater keep in mind I have no interest in him and and I'm now in a fantastic relationship with someone else so I decided I was going to expose the cheater he sent me naughty pics on snapchat and I took screenshots and sent them (gasps) to the girl tagged in the photo Ooh, I told her, I'm sorry, but let's call him Jacob is cheating on you. She didn't believe it all at first, even though I sent her pictures and could date when he was out of town and his upcoming travel. She got receipts. She informed me that they were married. She wanted more proof and how that cheating is completely out of his character. I told her that may be the case, but how would I know all of this? and have pictures of him. Two days later, I went on my Instagram and saw that she deleted her Instagram and Jacob made his Instagram private and he also deleted his Snapchat. I still can't believe something like this happened to me and I really wonder if they are still together. Love the podcast. Sounds like they're not. Better not be. You gotta, I love when girls save receipts. Yeah, (laughs) save receipts, but also reach out to the girl and let them know. Yes. You gotta do that if you know. Okay. Hi, Chelsea and JC. My husband and I absolutely love the podcast. We always listen to it together and he's just as hooked as I am. We love to hear it. Okay, my stories are not as insane as most of the other ones I hear on the pod, but I once went on a date with a guy to BJ's Brew House for lunch. Whenever I'm nervous, my mouth tends to get kind of dry, so I was sipping on my glass of water pretty frequently. I guess my date noticed how much water I'd been drinking because the next time I motioned to grab my glass for another sip, he swooped in and took it. I'm honestly not sure if he was genuinely trying to be cute or romantic, but he 
brought the glass up to my mouth like I was some kind of bottle-fed baby. And then he proceeded to spill the water all over me. Wait, what? A couple of ice cubes fell down the front of my shirt, and at that point, napkins just could not save me. He apologized profusely for the cringeworthy gesture, but I will never forget the look on the server's face when, when she came to our table after witnessing the mishap. Needless to say, trying to cup-feed your date like an infant is not the move. What a weird thing to do. What a weird thing to do. Why? That's, you know what? That's Haney. I don't know. I don't know this guy's vibe, but it's like, if he was just trying to be like dumb and funny and goes like this, it just yeah. spills all over her. It's like, that's so hateful. Yeah. Again, on the first date, you're like, really, dude? Just- you just ruined this whole thing. Like at that point, it's just game over. Why is this story? Why is that <laughs> making me laugh so hard thinking about it? Because it's like when, when someone already tries to do something or tries to do something and it's kind of… It's kind of weird as on its own. Yeah. And then they make a mistake. Yeah. And then it spills on you and you're just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Like him trying to bottle feed her is so And also it's just more haney for him to be quite honest because he probably is so embarrassed. Like he like did it to be funny. Maybe that's his humor. She doesn't know his humor and it's like, eh, like silly whatever. And then he spills. And then she's just like, you know, when you do something you think is funny and someone yes. else is like, and, and oh, it's it like kind hurt, of annoying. It hurts them or yes. something. And you're just like, uh. <laughs> you actually like hit them. And just like the look on their face is just pure annoyance. Yes. Oh man. I've done that many times to Nick. Nothing worse. Yeah. Same. I'm like so hyper <laughs> and I accidentally like knee Nick in the balls. And he's just like <laughs> the face of just pure disappointment. Okay. I was given a number from my waitress from a good looking guy at the bar. I texted him and he asked me out on a date. I agreed. And he picked me up at 5 PM. He was trying to wine and dine me, took me shopping, which I didn't love. Why girl? (laughs) And we walked around the city until I had blisters. I wasn't feeling a connection with him and made comments that I was tired as it got closer to midnight. That's how you know. That's a long date. 5 p.m. <gasps> to midnight? See, keep it short. Keep it short, my friends. Guys, sheesh. We started driving home until he realized he took the wrong exit and we were in another city. Um? This uh, sounds like it's about to be a Ted Bundy yeah, case. Yeah, this is, this is taking the wrong turn and I don't mean the wrong exit. <laughs> I was annoyed because I just wanted to get home. He took a detour through a McDonald's drive-thru. Sorry. He's like, whoops. Pulled <laughs> through like orders. Whoops. I didn't mean to. And mentioned that he wasn't sure how to get back to the freeway, but said he'd find his way eventually. Finally, we got closer to my exit and I motioned for him to take it, but he drove past <gasps> it. I watched too much true crime for this. No, I would jump. I would roll yeah. out the, the vehicle. I'd say bye. Yeah. Okay. Um, I said, no worries. There's another one coming up. He drove past that one as well. Why? <laughs> By this point, doing? I'm feeling annoyed inside and wondered why he wasn't listening to me. I mentioned he could take the upcoming exit and it would take us another way to my place, but he drove past that exit too. The upcoming sign read last exit before the U.S. border. I'm... And Where, he looked at me and said, I hope you brought your passport. No, he did not. I was terrified. I thought, this is why I don't get picked up from a guy at the bar. Was he abducting me? I ran scenarios of me jumping out of the car, but alas, he took the exit and dropped me off by 2 a.m. That was the last time I saw him. Yikes. So he's just kidding? It's not funny to joke about That's being not a funny. serial killer when you don't know someone and you're doing serial killer kind of things. Like, I hope you brought your passport. No. My heart would be in my foot. That's not okay. I hope you brought your passport. <laughs> at That's that point, horrible. At that point, you jump out of the car. Yeah, or I would be calling. I would be on the phone with the police immediately. Yes. That's wow, 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 wow. Again, that's why I'm after we our spooky stories episode of the girl that went on the date with the meat tenderizer guy. I'm like, Ooh, I'm not dating in this economy. No. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Me, fully married. Like, I think I'm, I'm done, done with men right I've now. I've had it. Okay. What, what eyeshadow are you wearing? Um, Charlotte Tilbury. It's so pretty. Eyes to mesmerize in the color jean. Like, Thank you. <laughs> mesmerized Anyways. by me? Okay. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. Hi, ladies. To start off, listening to your podcast makes my work days much less stressful. I typically don't like podcasts, but I feel like this one is part of my weekly routine. I love that. Here is my short story. It might be more of a horrible kiss story, question mark. Anyways, I went on a date in high school with this guy. We went to the movies and then stopped to get ice cream before heading home. We're sitting in his car eating our ice cream and chatting when he abruptly turns to me and say, <laughs> and oh, says, no. and says, permission to come aboard, Captain? <laughs> I am not kidding when I say I froze in my tracks. My first thought was permission denied. <laughs> And I immediately wanted to go home. Needless to say, permission was in fact denied and I could not stop laughing the rest of the night. Thanks for being my virtual best friends. I cannot wait for a new merch. 
So she uh, didn't kiss him. Yeah, that's. Did she say permission denied? Because that's hilarious. I don't know if she said it. Those are the moments where you're like, I wish so badly I would have thought of that in the moment and said it. <sighs> sometimes it comes to you. Sometimes it doesn't. I know. It's so. There's nothing permission more frustrating. Denied. That's so. Again, why? Why can't you get the hint? It's like yeah. we we love a man who asks for consent. But yes. Do we need to say permission to come aboard, no, Captain? No. I don't it, think so. Again, it's like these these stories all depend on, on how the guy is. Because it's yes. like there are some guys where if they did that on the first date and they were funny and like you guys were getting along so well, you have the same humor and it's like that's just how it's It could be is. a vibe. It could be funny. Like it could be like, okay, laughing, <laughs> giggling, then we kiss and it's like… Just a funny moment. Yeah, just a funny moment. But when it's already… You're already on the edge of your seat ready to get out of that car as fast as possible. It's just like you're… Nope. You really… You've you lost me. put the last nail on this coffin. Yes. I got asked out on my first date by this boy. Let's call him Jacob, who I'd gotten to know over the previous month. My parents have always said to me, if a good guy asks you out, say yes. Okay. (sighs) So I said yes. One date couldn't hurt, right? I should have known something was up when I had to pick him up for the date. First red flag, ladies. We went to a really nice restaurant, which was fine. Uh, why do you have to pick him up if you're going to a really nice restaurant? Exactly. She's going to have to pay too, I Mm. guarantee you. Which was fine, but I wasn't feeling it. Our conversation consisted of him hating on me for having social media. Incredible. I There's nothing worse. I hate that. Than them like shizzing on you for doing something that everybody does and that they think they are so above you for not having or like not doing like, oh, I'm just not into Instagram. It's like, yeah, okay. I make money on Instagram. What about you, fam? Like I can't stand that. I've had... I mean, not that she does make money on Instagram, but if she does, it's like if you are, if that's what you like to do. I've experienced that. I've experienced that too. Yeah. Regardless if they make money or not, if they enjoy it, let them. Okay. Again, we're getting back to the like hashtag or hashtag quote unquote (laughs) basic girls. It's like, let them do their thing. Yes. And you know what? Guys do basic things all the freaking time. Go fishing, post with fish on their Instagram. Yes. Fishing. I'm talking to you, Nick. They watch sports. They could not be more predictable. Yes. Sports. Oh, you! I know exactly if I say something that guys will be interested in it. Yep. Mechanics, fixing things, <laughs> tools. <laughs> Stereotyping all of them. Yes. Coding. Yeah. But it's like the second we want to post a cute outfit photo on yeah. Instagram, people have a problem with yeah. that. And they're like obsessed no. with steak. And like, it's like, okay, so let us have our pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. Like, You like your us. burgers and your steak and your beer or whatever you like. <laughs> can't think of anything. Well, I'm just like saying. You like your uh, things, you know? No, but I've I've had this exact experience where there have been people who make fun and shiz on social media so much and make fun of it. And then once they find out, I've, I've had this experience where this guy, once they found out that like certain influencers that they knew were making like such good money and were full blown, like have a career out of it they switch up their tune. They're yep. like, oh. Uh, that's like, cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is cool, actually. Yeah. And it's been cool from the start. Yeah. You know what you don't make money doing? Fishing. <laughs> and you know how many people spend so much money on that? No, Lots but it really. Golfing. It's, okay. Let's get started. <laughs> let's talk about golf. Golf. And I'm, and I'm shizzing on this because my husband does both of these. So I'm allowed to. Golfing and fishing. Love you, Nick. You can do whatever you want. You're an empowered king, but it, it's so boring. Fishing and golfing. Like, pick two more boring things to do. Exactly. I just don't I'm get, get again, hate from the golf people. Again, but. don't spend your energy being anti. Exactly. Like, anti this, anti that. Be pro what you like. So instead of making fun of girls for liking to, like, post their cute outfits on Instagram, be pro something else. Yeah. Be like… And it's especially weird when they're shizzing on it and they're on a date with you. They're trying to yeah. impress you. It's like, oh, why did you ask me on a I date I didn't finish the story, okay. huh? No. Sorry. I'm like, next. Okay. Obviously, I was turned… It's 2019. This isn't an uncommon thing, okay? Obviously, I was turned off by that because it is part of my job. Okay, oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially. After the date and the invigorating conversation, I dropped him off, LOL, and then heard from him. And then never heard from him. Ghosted. Honestly, y'all, I was a little offended by this, even though I didn't want to go on another date. (laughs) That's literally girls in a nutshell (laughs) right there. I wanted to be the one to tell him this wasn't going to work out. Easier to be the rejector than the rejectee. You know what I mean? Not always. Um, 
That's not always the case. But about a month after the date, my brother-in-law calls me randomly, asks me where I'm at, and tells me not to go anywhere because he had something very important to tell me. He comes to the coffee shop where I was, sits down, slaps both hands on the table, and says, you're not going to believe this. He Googles Jacob's name, and y'all, the first thing that popped up to my disbelief was a mugshot. My brother-in-law proceeds to tell me that Jacob was wanted by the police for forging government documents and identity theft. This dude had a warrant out for his arrest and a reward if found. After this news sunk in, I realized I went on my first date with a fugitive. This explains his lack of a driver's license and his opposition to social media. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) Haha, he didn't want me blowing his cover. Let's just say we never went on a second date and I now have the greatest first date story of all time. (gasps) Wow, that's kind of crazy. You could have gotten a reward. I would have. We're like, he's a hater. He actually is just literally a wanted criminal. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he just doesn't want his cover blown. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I love you guys. You're really the only podcast I listen to and I absolutely love it. And so, and I so look forward to Tuesdays. So in college, I went on a date with a random guy to a haunted house. I had been to a few before and they really get me. I seriously get freaked out in them. The first one I ever went to made it through one room and then took the emergency exit, LOL. So I'm on this date and we're about two steps into the haunted house when something pops out and scares me and I completely pee my pants. Oh, Not just a little sprinkle of pee, full on cannot stop myself, pee down my leg into my shoes, pee myself. So I just keep walking, most likely with a trail of pee behind me, and get through the haunted house. Wow. Afterward, I could not get myself to tell my date that I peed my pants. So I didn't. The haunted house was 30 minutes away from my house, and he drove. I tied my jacket around my waist, classic, and got into the car. It reeked of pee on the way home. All the way home. (gasps) But I never said a word. It was seriously rancid. Anyway, I got home, and we literally never talked again. Oops. Oh, well, oh, well. Love you guys. That's bad. Again, put yourself in this situation. That is so heinous, and there's nothing— it's so embarrassing to be like, um, I peed yeah. my pants when we were in there. You're like, like college. I'm so scared. It's like, you're, you're not going to say that. No. And then once you don't say it for the first five minutes, you you're see done. It, you're done. You can't say no. it again. It's not like 30 minutes into the afterwards. You're like, oh, by the way, I peed my pants. Yeah. Like, Why didn't you tell me 30 minutes ago? Exactly. Oh, that's really bad. Again, putting yourself in that position where it reeks. You're just like, get me home. Yeah. I got to go. Hi. First, I love listening to your podcast at work. It truly has helped me get through my Tuesdays and change my mindset in so many ways. Okay. I know this is long, but it's too good. A couple years ago, I went out with this guy and it was totally normal and fun. On our second date, he invited me over to his place, which actually ended up being his parents' house. Awkward. When we got there, he said he was going to take a shower and left me on the couch with his parents alone for 25 minutes. No. No. And if you're going to do that, take a fast shower. Shower before she gets there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's weird. When he finally got out of the shower. Maybe he had an embarrassing moment. True. When he finally got out of the shower, he wanted to play cards and asked if I knew how to play poker. I don't. And so he tried to teach me and got super upset when I didn't know what I was doing after teaching me for two minutes. Awkward. (gasps) We decided to just put on a movie instead. He told me to sit at the end of the couch. Um, When I did, he picked up my legs and put them on him and started holding me like a baby, rocking me back and forth. Sounds like you got some issues, dude. Again, it's like, it's like you're saying, the if the vibe was right, it could be a funny moment. Yeah. But when it's not right, it's not right. <laughs> yeah. You know when you know. I was so uncomfortable. I did not know what to do. He then leaned over and started nibbling my earlobe. I just Get la- out. I just laughed and moved away a little. Run. He, he grabbed my face and pulled it towards him trying to kiss me. I resisted, so he just brushed his nose against mine and whispered, I'm just going to tease you. <gasps> I I'm just gonna tease I'm you. I'm cringed out. I'm cringed out. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna tease you and continue to rock me back and forth like a baby. Mm-mm. When I got home, he texted me and said, "I really like you. I'm gonna kiss you harder next time. Make you believe it. <laughs> kiss you harder, harder. The so last thing kiss- you want is to be kissed hard. Yeah. No. I did not respond, and he texted me again and said, "You're." <laughs> And said, you're going to make me push you up against a wall. <gasps> then you, And then you'll get it. Oh. <gasps> no. No, fam. She did not. There's nothing worse. Like, I'm going to tease you. It's like, no, no, I don't want to be teased. I don't no. like you. I don't know you. It's more know. important. Like, I don't know you. <gasps> okay. Should I tell the… She said this was literally the second date. Yikes. Thanks for all you do and love your amazing podcast. Ew. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Also, okay, I have two thoughts on that. Trying to teach when guys try – this is like goes back to the pickleball thing. Like 
there's nothing more frustrating to me when someone's trying to teach me something that I genuinely want to know how to do, like a game, like poker or mm-hmm. something like that. Where it's like, I do want to learn how to do it. Can someone like teach it to me and be patient with me like an instructor? And they get so frustrated when you don't read their mind. And it's like, I've never I've played never this played, before. Yeah. <laughs> how am I supposed to know? And they're like, you do this. And it's like, okay. So you're playing, you're like, wait, what is this? And they're like, oh, I told you it's this. It's Especially like, poker. Yeah. It's like, um, I've never played, sir. Yeah. Also, this is our the second time I've ever seen you yeah. in my life. Like, can you be patient and nice to me? Can't imagine what it's like being married to you, sir. I'm just going to tease you. Bye-bye. Should I tell the, the the shower story or is that too much that I told you yesterday? Oh, yeah. Tell them. Okay. Yes. Yesterday, I was telling JC this story because it just it occurred to me that sometimes boys and texting like that, it's yes. just… It's, it's like not the, okay. It's the classic like if you even mention a shower to a boy, like over text, like, oh, I just got done showering, like just about to get ready, like so innocent. They're like, shower without me? And it's like, oh my gosh. Like, yes. And girls know, like, and it's always like, I'm about to go to bed. Like I'm just in bed, whatever. And they'll be like, in bed, in bed. What, what, what would me? you do? Yeah. What would you do if I was in bed with you? And it's like, stop. You're cringe. Like that, that's not what girls want. No. That does not make me like, ooh, I love this. <laughs> and so anyways, when I lived in California with my grandparents, basically right after I graduated high school, the reason I cringed at Tinder is because that's when I got Tinder. And I was in some like random town in California, so different from the hometown I grew up in, but I had no friends. And so I like was kind of like talking to a couple people on Tinder, just like talking. Yeah. And <laughs> my um, Nana had a steam shower, which is, JC has a steam shower and they're changing. literally amazing. Like if you don't know what that is, it's basically a, sh- a shower that also has like a steaming effect or a steaming, whatever it's called. I don't know Function. It's yeah. And it's closed. So like the steam stays in there. So it's like a sauna kind mm-hmm. of, or not a sauna, a steam, steam room. room. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I was just talking to this guy. Literally, I just started talking to him the day before, like looked like a nice guy. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, like my, um, my Nana has a steam shower. It's game changing. Like anyways, about to go to dinner or something like that. And he's like, a steam shower. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, what would you do if I was in the steam shower with you? Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, no, no, never texting you again. But why do guys stop doing that? If you're listening and you're a single guy for some reason, stop, stop with that. Stop with that. Stop with that. Stop it's saying, like that, what would you do to me if? Yes. Stop. It's like immediately. It's like there's, there's, that's when I think guys are a different species than girls. It's like that one time, also, I met that guy at the, okay, I'm literally going, I'm like, also that guy that, <laughs> yeah, you're a hoe. But, <laughs> but I was at this, the mall with these two kids that I was um, nannying, basically. And they were like, we stopped at one of the kiosks because they were like, oh, whatever. And the guy there was like, I want your number. And the two kids I was with were like, get his number, get his number. Like, he's so cute. He looks like Zane from One Direction. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I get home. The first text I get from him, send a sexy pic. I'm like, fam. <gasps> that's the one that I that you like, screenshotted that I sent him back when I was like, I was holding the Book of Mormon, just like fully clothed. And he was like, what is that? And I'm like, like, read it. I'm like, let me tell you about it, actually. That is like what would occur in their mind that they would think that that would be an awesome, like get to know you, an yeah. awesome thing to start the conversation. Do you really, what do you mean? Like, it, and then you're confused when girls feel objectified. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like, why? Yeah. It's like, like, um, we haven't even got to know each other. He's like, what about if I was in the steam <laughs> shower? I'm like, I would call the police. I don't know you. It's so cringe. Okay. Last story. Hello, Beth. You're so cute. And I loved your episode on the pod. I absolutely love you too. Okay. I'm like, back to us. Okay. (laughs) I call you guys my girls when I'm talking about you to my husband. Oh, that's so cute. so cute. And he knows exactly who I'm talking about. LOL. He has started to listen to the story episodes with me. Success. This happened while me and my husband were dating. We were obsessed with each other. So we were together almost every waking hour. So not wanting to go an hour without him, I was FaceTiming him while I was in the bath. Oh no. I had my phone Uh propped up so we could chat. He left his phone for a minute to go do something and I was washing my hair. So I didn't even notice when he got back. Something happened where the phone had shifted. <laughs> I'm terrified. I mean, you kind of brought it on yourself, girl. Face, Face me in the, the bath. bath? That's risky. Something happened where the phone had shifted or I had shifted, but either way, the camera was just a full on nip slip, straight boob shot. He started laughing and screenshot it to send to me. 
But instead of sending it to me, no. he sent it to his mom. Nope. My future mother-in-law, a straight boob shot. He told me what had happened. And at first I didn't believe him. <laughs> That's bad. It's something he would maybe joke about, but no, it was true. He hung up the FaceTime to immediately call his mom while I sat in the bath having a full-on anxiety attack, thinking that my boyfriend's mom would never look at me the same. My husband called her, but she had already seen everything and he had to have that awkward conversation with his mom. Awesome. That's bad. That's, That's bad. so bad. Oh, we're married now and everything is great. And my mother-in-law is my best friend. But at the time I felt like it was the end of my freaking world. Love you guys and hope you at least get a good laugh. And at my most embarrassing moment of all time. That's so bad. We need to do another full on embarrassing text stories. Yes. That's just. There's so many. There's so many. You can't like, and also that looks bad on her because it looks like she's doing something like sexual, like FaceTiming him naked or something. And And it's just like not even the case. Yeah. But it's like, and then you tried to explain like it was an accident and the mom's like, I can't. Yeah, I'm sure it was. That's Haney. That's bad. That's really bad. But I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, you're BFFs now. Wow. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your support. Um, And all your stories. Yes. We wouldn't be able to do these story episodes without you. So stay tuned on our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast for our next story submission episode. So you can submit your story if you have one to our email, which we'll always post on our story. Um, And we always keep them anonymous, just so you know. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. Have an amazing day. And that's That's what what we we said. said. Goodbye.